Mark Holloman's family has been in the insurance and real estate industry in Clarksville since the 1800s. He joins Charlie and Katie to chat about how the real estate market has changed since the 1860s, some fun facts about the city, and something creative he does to help his new agents get familiar with the area. Clarksville's conversation is powered by f and Bank. Mark, it's great to have you here, buddy. Boy, I'm glad to be here, too. Thank you for having me. Well, you know, Katie and I have I've talked about you uh, a lot, so your ears have probably been burning, but your family's history in Clarksville, Montgomery County is incredible, and we, we want to talk about that, and we want to learn more about Mark the person and your family. So um, I don't even know where to start. I can, tell you, I, so I can tell you one thing about Mark the person. He's one of probably the most kindest gentlemen that I've ever met. Every time I see you, you're just friendly. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I just your uh, daddy raised you right, right? He did. I'm proud of just dad was a great man, and just I look <laughs> up to him and and uh, try to do what I can to be like him. Oh, that's that's a nice legacy to leave, isn't it? So, so your family has been in Clarksville, Montgomery County since it's it's been a long time. It started <laughs> way back when 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 my great great grandfather James A. Holloman opened a real estate company in in the late 1800s and. Um, and he also had a, a a carriage building, a carriage company called Elder and Holloman, and they were the builders of fine carriages, buggies, and spring wagons. Oh, that's and, pretty awesome! And it was located down there on on Third Street. Uh-huh. And so, so, so you were basically Clarksville's first Uber. Service. They were the first automobile dealer for sure. Holy mackerel! I've got receipts back from you know, my uh-huh. ten dollars for buggy repairs or five dollars oh. for buggy repairs. I love that you still have all that stuff. So it's kind of neat because people that that. Uh, know me they know i collect things and so they say mark do you want this or want that and so sure enough i've got things from all over Clarksville over the years yeah so you could have your own little museum well actually my offices are like a museum if you go Uh out to the offices yeah i've got uh the shoe shine rack from uh, the stand from uh, baker and downey that was downtown and there's been two music videos country music videos filmed with that it's on display Mm -hmm. my other office um i've got uh, uh some seats from the roxy theater I've mm-hmm. got the old phone booth from um, somebody had called me and was uh, uh, moving, and they had the old wooden phone booth from the Hotel Montgomery downtown. Oh, that's a and, that's and a so prize! It's on display. Uh, that was because there's there's two of them. And they were going to destroy them, and she mm-hmm. got one of them. It was in their house forever. Mm-hmm. When they moved, I, I put it on display at the office out there. So it's really oh, that's cool. quite a prize! Is is that how you got into the whole trolley? Oh, that's Damn. a whole other story. Oh, it is. <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole other story. But, but it's kind of neat. Uh, so my great, he started in 1800s, in the late 1800s. And then years yeah. later, when he was, uh, uh, um, my great-grandfather was, at, uh, was in World War One. Uh, he, he died. Uh, my great-great-grandfather died. And so when my grandfather came back from World War One. His wife and his sister had been running the business to keep it going, and as a lot of women did during World War One. You are you correct, and so he mm-hmm. came back, and so, and so I've got pictures of when he was in front of of his house, uh, operating as uh, uh, on Seventh and Main downtown mm-hmm. of the house. It's kind of neat, but then later wow. in the year, so so then my great grandfather he bought Yarborough Insurance Agency, and at that time he came. Uh, James D. Holman Real Estate and Insurance. And I've got some, some old uh, posters that things for sale. It had telephone number 674 on the poster yeah. and, uh, for rent or sale. And so 
that's became James C. Hallman Real Estate and Insurance when he bought the Yarborough Insurance. So, so we're going to go to another side of it. In 1869, a John Faxton opened up an insurance company because back then, the uh, we were a big agriculture market, you know, and so, so you're insuring your crops, insuring that. And tobacco was a big thing, yeah. so they're insurance crops that were sold all over, all over the world, and so that was a John uh, Faxton Insurance Company, and then years later, uh, Hart. Cladwell acquired the company, and then 10 years later, um, uh, Mr. Conroy, John Conroy, joined the firm in, in 1928 and became, uh, and then and then Lane Marable joined it also. And because it became yeah. Cladwell, Conroy, and Marable. So it gets kind of complicated. Uh-huh. And then years later, in 1960, uh, Dad merged with him, uh, and it became Conroy, Marable, and Hallman uh, Real Estate and Insurers. So I'm going to ask a question that's going to sound really stupid, but back in the late 1800s, when you're opening this first real estate agency, was there a lot of, I mean, obviously the way you sold real estate is much different than the way you sell it now. That's my first question. Second, was there a lot of unclaimed land still back then? Well, there was, back then, a lot of, uh, lot, you know, that's a good question. Things were different back then. And back then, a lot of times, uh, contracts were done with a handshake or, right. you know, maybe, your word was good for something. Yes. And just a, might, might be a short paragraph. That was it. Yeah. I mean, and on the insurance side, dad used to say that they used to go and collect insurance on a weekly basis. They'd go to the house and collect $8 premium weekly uh-huh. or something or, or, or $5. They would actually go to the house and collect the premiums for the insurance side of it. Well, they had the U.S. mail then, but I guess you just didn't That's mail across just what they town. Did back then, that people couldn't afford a month's worth of insurance premium, and so they'd pay weekly. Wow! Wow, that's a lot of work going every day to every week to collect. Oh, it, it definitely is. And so when Dad Dad joined the firm, Dad had I don't think any interest in getting in the real estate business. He mm-hmm. was going to Vanderbilt to school, yeah, mm-hmm. and going to pursue a, a degree in law and law. And so his dad. Uh, my grandfather got sick with TB, and and so Dad came back to run the business. So he never finished law school. So and didn't. you don't hear of that a lot anymore, mm-hmm. e- any either, because of vaccination. No, so he came back to to run the business, and so mm-hmm. that's how he kind of settled in the real estate business. Interesting. So back when all that first started, you know, now you go to these closings and we sign like pay, like a thousand pieces of paper. So you're saying then it was just like a handshake in here. Uh-huh. And, and like, a, it might've been a page, you know, years later, it's like a page long at that level. Yeah. You know, was, mm-hmm. That's what it was. How did you get uh, listings? It was just word of mouth. You know, back uh-huh. then there wasn't a lot of act- activities. Yeah. So yeah. I, mean, I mean, things were selling, but uh, it was just a different time. And, and of course, to, nowadays the, the market has changed so much. Uh, there's so much paperwork involved. They're trying to right. protect everybody, and so they just yeah. more and more paperwork every year. Now, and they're probably I'm asking a lot of silly questions. I know. So, how could I prove that that 600 acres was all mine back then? Because there wasn't all that kind of stuff like we have now. Well, they had deeds, but the deeds were very vague. You know, as as to a you know 500 feet to a, a old oak tree, and okay, a, yeah. A, yeah, stone or so. And so, you know, now surveying methods are so much clearer, and the deeds yeah. are not clear, but it's, yeah. If you go back on those old deeds, it's really interesting to see the the how the property is left to different people, and it's mm-hmm. uh, it's it's pretty neat to. Well, split. I'm sure there were some disputes too over oh, who owned what. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, definitely. There's definitely. no way there couldn't have been. Yeah. You know, we had when when the when they had a tornado years ago when they wrecked downtown with a tornado. It was hard to to prove different things because of the the, the descriptions were very vague in the downtown yeah. area. So uh-huh. They had issue, a lot of issues with surveying 
in the downtown area. So, so did you ever just spend time with your father at the office? I mean, oh, even, I used, even I, as a kid, you know, I grew up in the music business and I would just end up down there doing something. I would go down there on Saturdays. Dad would go down there every Saturday and open the mail. So the office way back when was on the corner of, of, um, Franklin and First Street. It's okay. where Mr. Dirt's gazebo sits. Okay, yes. And so it was a, yes. a three-story building. Uh, well, really two-story in a basement. And as a kid, dad would go up there in the old wooden desk, and, and we would, uh, he'd open the mail, and I'd run around, and you know, upstairs was vacant, and there was pigeons flying around, and I'd go <laughs> up there and explore. Yeah, yeah. And there's an old basement that was creepy, and then the, yeah. the building next door. There used to be a parking lot, underground parking lot right next door. Do y'all remember that? Really? I uh-huh. don't. Uh, where where the parking is for the for the mayor's office there, there was an underground parking lot right there. Really? Mm-hmm. I had no idea. And nobody knew it was there. Yeah. Is it still? Oh there? no, no. It, no. It's, it's 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 where you park for the, yeah. the mayor's office. Mm. So I'd sit in the window of in that window and watch the parade come down and then turn down Franklin Street. I'd sit in that window and what a sweet memory. Uh, so so Mr. Conroy, that always told me some interesting stories about Mr. Conroy. His office was across in the bathroom, uh-huh. and uh, and Mr. Conroy, Conroy was really conservative, and so he kind of. Um, Concerned toilet paper and stuff. And yeah. so dad was across the bathroom and he'd say, Hey, hey, excuse me. Can, can I get some toilet paper? Cause he, cause he, he, uh, he was always, um, conservative on, on pencils and toilet paper. Like what then. you got. Yes. Yeah. It's so funny. <laughs> he'd hear somebody calling and asking for help. So that's awesome. So, so did you think, did you ever think that you would grow up to, to be in this business? Did you have different aspirations? I had, uh, I really didn't have any desire to get in the business. Uh, As your dad. You know, you're right. I I had, you know, I worked for um, Walmart all through high school and college and, and uh, met Sam Walton and was going to go into full-time management with, with, uh, with Walmart. And I got to go to Sam's, Mr. Walton's house in Arkansas that me and five other people uh, (laughs) ate ate Kentucky fried chicken, two beast dinners on his front lawn. Mm -hmm. And I was going into full-time management with Walmart and love retail and but to move up in that company, you got to move around every mm-hmm. so often, and then they move around quite often yeah. to move up in the company. So I said, I'm going to try real estate first. And if I don't like it, I've got a backup plan. Yeah. So I got in the real estate business and couldn't stand it for six months. I just hated the real estate business because I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. Well, it's hard for anyone in the beginning, anyway. Oh, it yeah. is. It is, and I just didn't. You know, I didn't. I just didn't know what I was doing, and so mm-hmm. as I got to help people, then I really. Started liking it. Yeah. You know, it's all about helping yeah. people. And now fast forward 35 years, you know, I've been doing it ever since. So I, I love helping people. And it's just, there's nothing better than having somebody love the house that they, they're buying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and and I tell my agents, you know, it's not a, we only, selling houses is only half of it. The mm-hmm. other, sell, other half is selling the community. Yes. And that's why you've you ask, done a good job with that. That's why you ask about the, about the offices. It's about selling the community with, you know, uh, we were talking about the, uh, the artifacts from, from Clarksville. Um, you know, I've, I've got a, one of the door hinges from the courthouse. Uh-huh. And so actually, it's the same time that Mr. Thaxon uh, opened his insurance company back in 1869. Well, after the tornado, the the, uh, the county sold all the the remains of the courthouse, the doors, the trim. Mm-hmm. And so I'd bought three courthouse doors, and um, and their, the hinges were date-stamped 1869. Oh, that's wonderful. January 3rd, 18th. So I got one of the hinges displayed at the Riverside office 
I've got the door at the other office. Wow. Um, Don't you wish you had one of those carriages? Oh, I know. It, Wouldn't it, that be it would nice? Be so neat to to have something like that. So oh. it's neat to get uh, somebody brought me a David Smith who takes pictures. He brought yeah. me a a, a a brick from the uh, Frosty Morn smoke, smokestack. Yeah, when they tore it down. So I got a uh-huh. brick, and they brought me a brick of the of the of the, uh, the Vulcan. So it's kind of like those are pieces of history that uh, they are pieces of history down the road. It might not mean a lot to a lot of folks, but to yeah. me, it's it's part of our past. So, mm-hmm. so what you don't know is whenever you do retire from the real estate business, you're going to be the next County historian. No, that know. is probably true. I yeah. mean, it's by default. He's Charlie's got, he's, putting in the universe he, right now. He's got no choice. It's happening. I know. You know, it's funny. I grew up here all my life. I, you think you know a lot, but yeah, I just, there's so much I don't know. And I'm trying to learn. I tell people when, when I was in school, I'd memorize stuff, <clears throat> excuse me, memorize for the test. Yes. Mm-hmm. And now I'm trying to go back and learn it. So you, yes. you forget it after the test, but I'm trying to I'm trying to learn it. That's now. exactly that right. That is exactly right. I wish I could I, I wish we could retain all the things we've learned over the years, but even thinking back to high school, heck, I don't remember half the things. I know. And so now I'm trying to go back and learn. There's so much history out there that we're losing every day. And there's so much rich 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 uh, rich history yeah. here in town that's uh um you know, I, I learn every day. I mean one little nugget is you guys have been members of the Chamber of Commerce. I think you're the the longest, oldest members of the Chamber of Commerce. Uh, over Did you know that? Over a hundred. I don't. Over a hundred and ten for sure. I yeah. don't know the exact. We number. asked Melinda, and she okay. said that you guys were the longest member of the Chamber of Commerce, oh, really? like over a hundred years. And you don't look near that old. I mean, <laughs> no, I mean, he, he's age. aging really well. Uh, no. Thank you. I appreciate, <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> She, well, I, it's I, interesting I, to even think the chamber existed way back then, yeah. too. Like, it's so interesting to me to go back on that history and think, okay, someone had enough vision to go, well, we need a chamber or enough yeah. vision to go, okay, let's consolidate these businesses. It's just it's just leaders throughout the years that just continue yeah. their vision that yeah. continues to make things strong that you guys are you know thriving well, today. There's been a lot of past presidents that have really done a great job yeah, for our yeah. chamber and, yeah, you're right. and leading this community forward. Yeah. We mm-hmm. really have a, a good chamber. You now know, you Kate, were a past president. I, I, yes. Mm-hmm. I think we've all three been. We all three were, yep. So let me tell you this, Katie, and I, I shared it with Mark. It's been a few years now, but I was rummaging through some old paperwork and uh, something popped up about when I joined the chamber as Mary's Music in 92 and I found a letter that his father typed out and signed and sent to me. Oh, isn't that special? And so I sent it. I think I took a picture and sent it to Mark. But I mean, it's just cool because Mr. Holman's been—he's mm-hmm. an icon, you know—was an icon here and just so kind to other business owners. Well, it was kind of you, Charlie, to think to send it, right? <laughs> yes. No, yeah. I just thought it was cool. I thought, uh-huh. man, look at that this. is cool. You know, that is and, cool. And when you get something like that in the moment, you think, oh, that's nice. Somebody sent me a letter. But when you stick it back and. 30 something years later, you find it, you go, you know, that, that man was, you know, very kind and, and gracious to do that. So, and I hear stories like that all the time about yeah. dad. He would, he would, uh, people would tell me something he'd sent in the mail or, or different things. And yeah. so it means a lot when people tell me that. Oh, well, yeah. that's a pretty special <laughs> legacy for your dad to leave that people would say those kind things about him, you know? Yeah. He, he really loved this community and that's. And so do you. So he, that rolled off on you because you've done a lot for the community as well. Well, I just think Clarksville is a, is an awesome place to live. And we've got to spread the word that, you know, Hey, this is, this is a, a mm-hmm. great place. We got to be thankful for, for what we have here yeah. and share it with other people. Well, I moved here 17 years ago now. 
16, 16, Aiden was a year old. And, um, you know, you talk about people moving. Well, that's the same thing in my business. People move to grow. But for me, when I got here, I wanted my kids to be raised here. And that's, and that's mm-hmm. from my, from my point of view, I, I, I try to do things. I tell people my goal in the real estate business or the community is I want people to, to, we, I want good quality of education, good quality of life. And, and we just want to make this a place where our kids won't, will yeah. want to grow up and live here and not move. And so mm-hmm. that, as a, as a public, um, as a, as a citizen, I'm, I, my goal is to try to make this yeah. do my part and making this the best place to live where our kids don't want to leave this yeah. community. Mm-hmm. And, and you have, you have <laughs> other members of your family working with you. Yes. So, so my brother, Rob, my younger brother, yeah. he's in the real estate business now. Mm-hmm. So it continues, yeah. it continues on uh, as we go. What about, what about uh, your kids? Do they have any interest or they like you? And then they'll probably, they're too young, yeah. <laughs> 12 and 17. So yeah. I, I don't, it's too early to say, yeah. especially at yeah. 12. I still think that, yeah, that 12 and 17, cause mine are, 14 and 17. They think they know everything. Yeah. Yes, yeah. they do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so what's, ne- what's next for, for you and your business and do you, what, what's the future look like? Well, the real estate market continues to change. I mean, Carcel is just, we just keep knocking off the charts with new industry. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and so our goal is just to continue to help, help the, help the citizens of Clarksville and, 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 and help people move here and not just sell my house, but sell the community and have them love it like we do. Well, that sounds like you're staying true to the same mission the whole time mm-hmm. through. It's well, just a different environment now. It's, it's all about help, helping people. And and, uh, and I tell my agents, I says, you know, if you do the right thing, it's all about helping the people, then the money will come. Yeah. And your mm-hmm. income will come. It's just it's, you've got to have your heart right and, and do what's best for the client and the community. I think that's what makes your, your business so successful because there's, I don't know how many agents there are now. It's over a thousand. There's over 1300 agents in Clarksville. Yeah. And, and Some, everybody can't be, I mean, I'm not saying can't be, but there's a lot out there uh, that might not be extremely successful in that business and may have to peel off and learn, do something else. But I can see you in your agency mentoring people to make sure they understand the values of, of what's going on and not for a quick dollar. Well, it's, it's changing because now you got a lot of these internet companies that there's really not a lot of supervision with their agents because there used to be a 50 mile rule where you had to be within 50 miles of your office. Yeah. They've done away with that. So now mm-hmm. you got internet. So a lot of times you're dealing with people you, you've never met before. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. When did they do away with that? been a year ago. Okay. So. I, I thought that was recent. <clears throat> I didn't know. I didn't know that either. So it's just, you know, one thing. So you're getting com- a lot of Nashville agents coming up here now and That's stuff? always been the case. Okay. And, and there's a lot of, there's a lot of good Nashville agents, but I mean, even further out, you know, they're just, there's a lot of internet based companies. And, um, why did know, they do away with that? I, I, I don't know. I just huh. think, I think, I think from a training standpoint, supervisional standpoint, you know, cause as a broker, I'm responsible for my agents. Mm-hmm. And I like to see my agents and, and talk with them and yeah. train them. But if you're a kind of internet company. Because they're a reflection on you. Exactly. Yeah. And so I've got to watch them and, and make sure they're doing what they're supposed to do, which they have some great agents. So with that, are we going to see that you're going to be getting some agent in New York selling in Clarksville? You never know. With the, way the internet? Changing. Yeah. I just, every time I turn around, I was like, I've never heard of that company before. So. It's changing rapidly. Yeah. Well, say, I think it's changing in all industries. There's some shift that happened after COVID. I mean, for us, AI is a big deal now. 
Well, in the real estate market, people, you know, for the last 30 years, you know, people were moving to Clarksville because of several reasons. Job relocation, retirement, or military. They were, they were mm-hmm. coming for a reason. The last three or four years, I always ask people, why are you moving to Clarksville? And they said, well, my company's in California. My company's, I can work wherever I want as long as I have internet. Yeah. And so now we're getting an influx of people that love this community, want to move here. But they they don't they their 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 company or job is out of, out of state. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you yeah. never saw that before. It was they always move here for a reason. Now the reason is we heard it's a great place to live. Yep. Yep. Well, and they could afford to purchase much more than they can in other states too. And there's no income tax. Yeah. Exactly. It's mm-hmm. just you know I tell people we're just we're just the best of all. We're the perfect size. You know I, I tell people if Clarksville is too small for you. You know, you just drive to Nashville to to T-Pack and That's right. restaurants and 45 minutes to an hour that way. I said, Clarksville's too big for you. You go the other direction, 45 minutes to an hour, and you got land between the lakes. Beautiful right. area. You know, we're located on a river. Mm-hmm. We've got a four-year university, and we got Fort Campbell, Kentucky, which is just amazing yep. group of people out there. And amazing school system. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So we, we just have it all. We just, mm-hmm. I mean, we're just, we're just very fortunate to be here. We sure are. So well, what yeah. advice yeah. would you give someone moving to Clarksville? Uh, get involved. Uh, check out what we have to offer because a lot of people don't see what we have to offer. And they say, well, there's not anything to do. And uh, and there's tons to do. Mm-hmm. There really is. I was sitting in closing one time and an agent from another company was, we were waiting for the paperwork to be processed. And I represent, represent the seller and she represented the buyer. And she was like, you know, started saying there's nothing to do. And I'm like, nothing to do in Clarksville? And I'm like, yeah. I just start, you know, mm-hmm. start Collinsville, you know, Riverfest, uh, Christmas on the come. I just kept going over. And she said, oh, I didn't know that. So at that date, that's been many years ago, I said, my agents aren't going to be that way. So I do what's called a mystery tour. Mm-hmm. So I, w- I want to educate my agents. Mm-hmm. So the trolley that I have, yeah, you know, about three or four times a year, I'll, it's called Mark's Mystery Tour. They'll hop on the trolley. They don't know where they're going. And I'll take them somewhere and buy them lunch and teach them something about the community. Yeah, I love yep. that. And so I'll say, how many, how many of y'all knew this was here? And, they, and maybe one or two raise their hand, but yeah. it might have been the, the the new park out there on 149, Glen Allen. Yeah. We went to the fairgrounds before uh, it was reopened. You know, we went to Austin. Austin is a major uh, part of our community. Yep. We did a, a, a tour down at... Uh, Ate lunch in the cafeteria at Austin P and, and met with the president years ago because people don't realize what an impact that has on our community. Mm-hmm. You know? We were taking them out to Hemlock, which has been way back when, yeah, yeah. to tour that facility. And we went to the Greenways. We've been to Fort Defiance. We've been, you know, we did um, the downtown, just at the new park opening downtown. So we, it's all about our agents. I want to be educated to sell the community to these folks yeah. so they know what's going on. Well, there is a lot of things in this community that people don't know about. And I've done that with my kids. Even you mentioned Fort Defiance. A lot of people don't realize. I mean, it's one of the few places you can actually still go see everything intact. It's really interesting. Exactly. And the and the, the Upland Trails, the Spurline Trail. There's just so many neat things here. Mm-hmm. Now with, we just toured the F&M Arena. We yeah. had a mystery tour there yeah. uh, and toured that. I love that. I might steal that idea. It, it's it's great. I'm going to steal that idea with because I've got so many like new people that move in yeah. here for their jobs and, and, and people love it. They just love it because they it's, they always get excited to see where we're going because they don't know. They keep trying to tell me. I don't have a trolley though. <laughs> I got to come up with a different s- solution. And we do things too. We I take them out for coffee too. We we might take them out to a new coffee shop just yeah. to support the business yeah. and mm-hmm. have coffee. 
You're going to take them to Bucky's when it opens up on exit oh, well, one? I think we'll have to. <laughs> have one of my clients that every time she goes there, she brings me fudge because I've never been to a Bucky's. Yeah. And she's yeah. so impressed with it. She'll bring me fudge to the office. I did not know what to think or what it was or what all the hoopla was about yeah. until I was headed to Gatlinburg and stopped at that one up there. And mm-hmm. I thought, well, I yeah. get it now. It's pretty special. They say it's awesome. So I'm, mm-hmm. I can't wait to try one out. Yeah. Well, I, I just want to thank Mark and his entire family from years ago to current for, for being such advocates for our community. I agree. Things like this kind of fly mm-hmm. under the radar to, you know, just to your average citizen. But it's it's really important. And, and, and we we're going to have it. Mark back talk about greenways, yeah. but everybody's walking on those. He's been a huge advocate for those for years. You can yeah. thank him for those yeah. trails. We're making a lot of progress. So yeah. I'd be glad to give you all an update. We, yeah. we worked together on a lot of that, and we won't get into it, but that uh, 2030 uh, smart growth plan. Mm-hmm. Yep. I was wondering. That's a whole other podcast. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> it's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for joining us, well, thank Mark. Thank you all. Thank you for what you did to the community, too, also. Yes, sir. It takes a village, doesn't it? It does. Thank you. Subscribe to Clarksville's Conversation wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss out on a single conversation.